never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Ms. Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kulbaum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. And, uh... You know, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about markets, and we try to tell you we're geniuses, uh, but I must tell you, on, on certain days, it, it doesn't matter what you think. The markets are out to screw everybody, and that's why you take your time right now. I'll explain in just a couple of minutes on the markets. And, of course, we'll have the news and much more. Hope you're having a good day. But first, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live. You can listen archived. We're archived soon after. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button or Twitter at Gary Kalpon. You can email me. Just be nice. No, really. Read our commentary. Articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing. Press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes, notes direct to you. Or our email service, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, with one month free, no obligation. Just click it right there at GaryK.com. Ugh. All right, I don't even know where I want to start. So, you know, we talk about the markets and their movements and the hows and the whys and the ifs and ands and buts. And we've been telling you for ages that markets are different than they used to be, not in the fear and the greed, but in the quickness of the fear and greed, in the technology of the fear and greed. Uh, What nauseates me is when I hear on uh, TV, every time the markets go down, it's the algos. But never when the markets go up, it's the algos. Every time the markets go down, it's the algos and the programs. Every time it goes up, no, it's real buying. But it's not true. It's all computerized. It's all run by the big institutions that move the money around. It's not Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob, except Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob have their money at the Fidelity Funds. So don't listen to that crap. You got that? Anyway, it is uh, 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time. I am in the midst of uh, scanning now. I'm scanning as I'm doing the show. Because by the time the show is over, I hope to have a lot for you. Because I do have a lot to say, especially uh, just wild day. So let me give you the little background. You ready? Uh, we came in today, the Dow was down like 1,000 points in two days. And that's not good news. Because coming into this week, we, we've been telling you all along how um, half the market's bearish, half the market's bullish. Growth topped out five weeks ago of unknown price and time. That very often when growth does do that, it's only a matter of time before everything else joins. Well, and everything else started joining. And there's no reason to get into why. And I know people want to hear why, 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 why is this going on, really? What, what, what is it? What, what's the problem? What's the issue? You know, we really don't care. So all I know is we come in today, and, and by the way, recent economic numbers here have been crappy, decelerating, worrisome. And not to be because of what's happening here. It's what's happening everywhere else. Germany's in recession. And Germany is the end-all, be-all of Europe. So if the end-all, be-all of Europe is in recession, what does that mean? So we came in with some weakening numbers over the last month, but nothing, you know, outrageously bad. Well, until we came out with some manufacturing numbers in the last couple of days. They were recessionary. One number was as bad as it's been since 2008 when we were having some problems and markets got hit hard. There was your 1,000 points. Today, we got more of a what we would call a service number. A service number. 
it was down. And down decently. Markets dropped 300 points before you can say boo. 1,300 points in just over two days. Oh my goodness, we are screwed. The NASDAQ, at one time today, was at 7,700. Bear with me when I get into it in a second. The Dow today, at 25,743. The S&P today, during the morning, hit 2856. But nowhere near is that the story. Because out of nowhere, on that bad news, and being down another 300 on the Dow this morning, and being down another 90, 85, let's call it, market stopped going down. The Fed Fund's futures started predicting a rate cut in the next meeting, a 90% chance instead of a 20% chance. The NASDAQ finished at 7872, 172 points from its low today. And I know it's only 2%, but dang. The Dow today, less so. Finished up 122. But as I said, hit 25,743. Was down 330. The S&P closed at 29,10. Up 23. It was at 2856 at one time today. Down like 30. So Gary, why would the market come back? off of this bad news, because it wanted to. That's all. And I can say to you, you know, it happened because the market now sees that we're going to lower rates again. I could tell you that. I could also say to you, well, we were down 1,300 points in just over two days. It's normal to rally up a few hundred. And the NASDAQ also. I can, I can make up anything, but I just don't know. I just don't know. What I do know is a few things happened today that I want to make you aware of. And then we'll see how it goes. But I am actually scanning because I am ambidextrous. As I talk to you, I will get through a lot in the time allotted that we do this show. And may I say, we are pre-taping, so we don't, you'll have commercials when the show airs, but we don't have commercials when we tape. So the show takes me about 40 minutes. And as we get more through the show, well, you'll get where I'm going. So up next, more of the market wrap. Movers of the day. Much more today. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. Well, once again, to Investor's Edge, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. And let me tell you what the real fun part of the day was. So we got to be up about 120, 130 on the Dow, uh, tw- I guess maybe 1, 2 o'clock. And then at the close, we're only up 13 with eight minutes to go. And one would be thinking, this is not good. In seven minutes, the Dow went from up 13 to up 122. I I, I don't make this stuff up. It's amazing. Amazing what buttons will do on the upside, not the downside. Also of note today, well, let's just go through it. Are you ready? And you may want to write this stuff down. This is important. The Dow came all the way down to the 200-day moving average and reversed. You got that? The NASDAQ all the way down to the 200-day moving average. These are long-term. And reversed. The NASDAQ 100 never got to the 200, but you can see it was headed there and held what I call support. The S&P got very close to the 200-day moving average and reversed. The transports held very long-term support, but is under everything. Remember, the transports, 
have been very, very weak. The Russell 2000, same thing as the transports. Big cap financials, the XLF, the 200-day moving average. But as I look through the big cap financial individual names, messy ain't the word. When you have a chance, go look at the charts of, you ready? MS, Morgan Stanley. BK, Bank of New York Mellon. They're horror shows. JP Morgan's the best of the lot. That ain't acting so good after what was, actually it was near highs a few days ago. The regional banks, south end of a northbound jack, yes, but off the lows today. Very, very weak. Emerging markets, way down, just like most foreign markets. Oils, 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 why certainly? Gross. Bear market, been going on for a year. The oils, and you know what we've been saying about them for over a year. Commodities, same thing. Have you seen U.S. Steel? Have you seen U.S. Steel? Holy crap. That's the definition of a bear market. Go look at symbol X. That's the definition of a bear market. Junk bonds. You look at the HYG and JNK. 200-day moving average. Holding there. Industrials, XLI. 200-day moving average. And then you go into some other stuff. You listen? Schwab. E-Trade. Ameritrade. Bludgeoned. Absolutely bludgeoned. Uh, we have not been bullish on them any stretch of imagination for over a year. And now go look at E-Trade at new yearly lows. Down about mm, 45% from a year ago. Ameritrade, new yearly lows. Down about 47%. Schwab, new yearly lows. Down about mm, 40%, give or take. So that whole group, dead money. Airlines, smoked, shredded in recent days. Go look what they did to Delta over the last three days. American Airlines over the last year. Southwest, not so bad. JetBlue, near new yearly lows. Airlines, FedEx, yearly lows. You see where I'm going with all this? We had a very good, nice reversal off the lows today. But when I do my scans, my unbiased scans, and you know what I mean by that, my unbiased scans drowns out all the noise, every shred of noise, my unbiased scans, there have been some damage done. And maybe we can rally up some, even if we do. I doubt a lot goes with it. But today, regardless of why, some of the major stuff held long-term areas of support today. Longer term, vital. My friend would, friends would call it normal to do the first time down here. The question is, can we rally off of it strong enough to make sure we do not break it the next time it revisits? Well, we'll only know in the fullness of time. That's all. But other things happened today, I think, are worth mentioning. Uh, oh, you know, I left out a few things. GM, very bearish. In the Dow, Disney, DuPont, 3M, Cisco, very bearish, along others. But up next... What good came of today? And there was some. Besides the reversal, I'm Gary. This is the one only investors said. You're listening to America is talking. Investors Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. 
Uh, let, let me just segue, and we'll get back on the markets in a second. As you know, one of my biggest complaints of this president is a clear lack of discipline. And let me explain what I mean by that. When you are a president of the United States, A, any, you get a daily colonoscopy from every market around the globe, every leader around the globe, and of course, the opposition party that's out to just absolutely screw you. Absolutely. Remember, this socialist party are a bunch of pit vipers. They really are. They are a bunch of vicious, vicious vipers. When you have no game, zero, except to tell people to vote for you because their lot in life is down where it is because everybody's screwing you, you got to come up with something. So you have this impeachment inquiry, and the claim is that the president of the United States try to sell to other countries or bribe other countries with our tax dollars in order to get these other countries do an investigation on political opponents, which, by the way, is illegal. I checked. And I must tell you, in my hands is the whistleblower report. And we're hearing all kinds of things on whether it's first-hand, second-hand, third-hand. Well, you know my thoughts. The fix was in, the fix is in, and the fix will be in. That's my belief. So the president comes out and says, all of this is not true. It was a beautiful phone call. I didn't try to convince anybody to do anything. And you can argue that back or forth. Do you know what the president does today? Your president and my president, before he gets on the helicopter to take him to Air Force One, to take him to a place called the Villages, that's right, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 miles from uh, where I'm sitting, and may I say, Trump land, Republican land, conservative land, and he's there trying to sell them on his health care plan. He's being asked questions on the White House lawn, and you know what he says? Yeah, I'd like to see Ukraine and China investigate Biden. So after saying that he did not do that on a phone call, he's now doing it live on TV. And I'm thinking to myself, is this guy a mental case? Does he not realize what's going on? That they're accusing him of doing what he's now doing on the White House lawn for the whole world to see. And guess what articles are being put out now all across the world? President Trump, in a presser, is calling for the things he said he did not call for on a phone call. And you just have to scratch your head. You just have to scratch your head. I don't even know what to say. It's weird. It really is. When you have a chance, go check it out. When you have a chance, go check it out. That was today in Trump land. He's still not listening to me. All he's got to do, shh, it's all he's got to do, shh, wishful thinking, I guess. I try. You Trumpians should email him. Send him a letter. Call the White House. Maybe he'll pick up because I don't know what to tell you. That was weird. In other news today, I don't have any other news. I was looking around. I was looking around. What's the big news today? Anything really big going on? Yeah, just that the market was crazy again today. But when all is said and done, what I would normally tell you is that a reversal like today is a very important reversal. I don't know. What I'm willing to say, and you can just go look where the NASDAQ hit this morning, long-term moving averages were defended by the big money crowd. That is what happened definitively today. With one addition, NOW up 10, MDB up 8, OKTA up 11, TTD up 5, TEAM up 5, WDAY up 6, Shopify up 15, Adobe 5, AYX 6, 
COUP8, HUBS6, EPAM4, EPAM. Why am I bringing all this stuff up? These were the growth names that topped out badly weeks and weeks ago that led the market down. And are they bottoming already while the markets get trashed? Beats the heck out of me. I'm just letting you know today was the first day I've seen what I would call some decent relative strength. Now, if you recall yesterday on the show, I said I was starting to see some subtleness, but I really couldn't tell that much. Today, better. Is it long lasting? Don't know. Is the bottom in? Don't know. But just letting you know, it felt like sellers took the powder and that helped turn the market today. And some names, there was symmetry and OW off the 200 day moving average. Facebook right off the 200 day moving average. The longer term moving average on some very important names. One day is not meaningless. One day is not 100% meaningful. But in growth land, got a bid today. Got a bid. We need to see more. And I got to tell you, that's wicked that growth land may be putting in some sort of low while the market's in the midst of dropping 1,300 Dow points. Go figure. It's quite weird. And as I'm sitting here, I'm doing more scans. Man, there's a lot of technical damage done on a lot of stuff. I'm looking at autos, cruise lines, industrials, lenders, a bunch of down aims, rails, managed care. If the market's going to do better, a bunch of these places are going to have to do better. And I got news for you. Oh, by the way, hotels, airlines, some of them were down today. So this ain't going to be so easy, I can promise you that. Up next, yeah, this, that, and the other thing. And whatever else I got for you. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edit. You're listening to... Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investor's Edge. With Gary Culpa. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. A few other things of note today of importance. Real importance. Real, real importance. The Mets fired their coach. Mickey Calloway's gone. Even though the Mets finished... 10 days above 500, 10 games above 500. If I was coaching the Mets with that team, I think I would have been 30 games above 500. No, really. No, really. No, really. All right, so my Mets, next year, I think we got some really good talent. Goodbye. By the way, the number one article around the world right now is Trump recruits China in the Biden fight. (sighs) In the news, yesterday... In the Wall Street Journal, maybe the day before, there was an article someplace in Ohio. There was like 10 overdose deaths. Overdose deaths. And same, same place, same areas. And all I was thinking, you know, I, I was, I've always believed, and look, I'm no genius on this stuff, but I, I kind of feel like I'm logical, that the reason why people do drugs and drink to excess is to make themselves feel better. And I'm not talking the pain part. I know about the opioids. For whatever reason, these things make you feel better. And I'm just reading on how many kids. So this is a call out to you parents in a society now that's glamorizing marijuana. Glamorizing it. They're glam- Our government, these morons, these imbeciles who tell you to smoke cigarettes, you're going to kill yourself. Don't worry, smoke marijuana. Nothing's going to happen to you. They're full of it. In a society where these morons in government 
and these celebrities are glamorizing it, where I believe they just opened up a cafe, I think in New York City. You sit your kids down and tell them there is nothing freaking clue, uh, cool about any of this. You know, there was once a show called Scared Straight about committing crimes, and look here, they showed you what happens in jails. There's also these things that they show, these bad car accidents to show you what happens when you drink and drive or you text and drive or you don't pay attention and you drive. And, of course, now they have these uh, commercials of these people dying of lung cancer because of long-term cigarettes. If there's anything my wife and I did right, we didn't scare our kids straight. We sat them down and looked them in the eye and showed them. And they were able to see for themselves also they would go out with us restaurants and see a bunch of people crap-faced. And I would always ask, is that what you want to be known for? Is that what you want to look like? And I guess it worked, because my kids are great. For you parents out there, maybe you're calling me preaching, maybe not, whatever. Just want you to think about it. Because man, oh man, oh man, there isn't a day that goes by where I'm not reading about another drug overdose, a pancreatitis death, Another accident in a car because of drinking or the moron is looking at their phone. And by the way, I don't know if you see what I see every day. Everybody's on their phones while they're driving. Everybody here in in Florida. And on I-4, which is massive construction, uh, and guess what? Accidents galore every day. I wonder how many have to do with that. So you parents, just want to get you thinking. If you haven't had the talks, just something to think about. Because the glorification of some of this crap, when I see the Snoop Dogs of the world and the smoking the pot and all the celebrities all excited, I want to spit at the TV. I want to spit at it. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. Tomorrow we'll be doing the show from New York City. And when you get home, do like we do. Quite the simple. Make sure you hug those children. Night, night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.